Hello, and welcome to the One Faithful Mom podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Mole, and this is a special Homeschool 201 episode. In this episode, I want to talk about how to create your ideal homeschool rhythm. So whether this is your first year homeschooling or you've been homeschooling for a while and feel like you just can't quite nail down what your days should look like or how you want them to look, then stay with me because I'm going to give you some very practical tips on how to figure out how to make your days flow the best for your family and to get done the things you need to get done. So glad you are joining me today for another Homeschool 201 episode. This is a special series of episodes I'm doing to try to address some of the issues that some longer time homeschoolers have, not just first time homeschoolers. If you are a first-time homeschooler, be sure you go back and listen to episode, uh, I think it was episode 24, which was all of my tips and suggestions for first-time homeschoolers. I think that episode will be really helpful to you if this is your first year homeschooling. Today, I'm going to talk to first-time homeschoolers, five-year homeschoolers, 20-year homeschoolers, wherever you might be. I think you'll find something in this episode that will be helpful for you. So I'm glad you're joining me, and let's just jump right into the content that I have for you today. I'm hoping this episode will be like 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes max, so that all of these little little homeschool episodes can be a shorter listen. So when you're trying to find your ideal homeschool rhythm, you've got to, first of all, work with your family and work with your situation. Your situation isn't my situation. I have a husband who is self-employed, and he also has busy seasons of the year and times of the year where there's almost nothing going on. We live way down the bottom of South Carolina, and it's very hot here for a large portion of the year, and my husband does heating and air conditioning work. So from about May until October, he's really, really busy. But then during the winter, it doesn't get very cold here most of the time. And so he's not nearly as busy during the winter. And you know what that means? That means he's home a lot more. And if you've been homeschooling for any length of time, you know that when daddy is home, it can kind of throw your day off and things might not happen the way they do when it's just you and the kids there. So the first thing you need to know is what your family's situation is, what your natural rhythms are. So take into consideration your husband's job. What hours does he work? If you work outside the home part-time or full-time, or if you're like me and you're a mom who works from home, I actually, this podcast is part of my work, but I'm also a freelance writer and I have writing clients that I write for. And so I have to fit that into my week as well. We also live way out in a rural area. And so everywhere we go is anywhere from 35 minutes to over an hour to get to the things we need to do. And so I have to factor that in to our homeschool days to figure out what we're going to do when. 
we attend Bible study in a city that's an hour away from us every Wednesday morning. And so that is a huge chunk of several hours that we're gone every Wednesday morning. And so we have to work our school stuff around that. Figure out what your natural wake and sleep rhythms are. Do you have a lot of little kids and they're up really early in the morning? Maybe you can get everything knocked out before lunch. Or maybe you're like me and you have um, only teenagers now at home. If so, they want to sleep in a little bit longer, and so maybe school happens later in the day. Do you still have babies or toddlers who take naps? Maybe you can work the majority of your school in while they're napping. Do your kids have any types of therapy or medical appointments or sporting practices or lessons or anything that happens on a regular, repeated basis? If so, factor those in. And then Also look at when are your kids most effective. I know my kids, well, like my youngest, Jake, he likes to get up and he likes to knock a math lesson out immediately. Now, I'm not a morning person. I've told you all before, I'm not a morning person. And sometimes when I walk out and see him doing math first thing in the morning, it makes my head hurt. And I want to say to him, and sometimes I do say, hey, buddy, why don't you do some of your reading first or, or whatever? But see, I'm putting onto him what my effectiveness would be because I can't do math in the morning. I can do math better closer to lunchtime or even after lunch in the afternoon or even in the evening because that is when my natural energy levels are higher. So when you're figuring out your ideal homeschool rhythm, start with your natural family rhythms, work hours, naps, appointments, and when you and the kids are most effective. Okay, so always start there because family doesn't stop just because you homeschool. If your kid has speech therapy twice a week, you're going to have to keep that up even if you start homeschooling. And if your son plays football or your daughter has dance lessons or you travel out of town once a week for a Bible study or a class, that's going to keep going even if you start homeschooling. So figure all of that out first. The second thing I want you to do is promise me that you won't try to be a public school classroom in your home. Okay, homeschooling is not public schooling at home. I don't, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't like the term homeschooling. I've never liked the term homeschooling because we, my family at least, we are not doing school at home. What we do here in our family for education looks nothing like a public school or even a private school classroom. We we are a family. We live real life. We study books and we learn and we do lessons on the computer and through books we check out of the library and even through curriculum. We use all of those things. But what we don't do is we don't try to look like a classroom. Um, my kids, a couple of my kids do have a desk in their room And a couple of them like to do their written work at their desk, but they also sit outside in the swing to read history or to read science or to read their Bible. We do a lot on our couches, at our kitchen table, at the kitchen island, in the car. So we don't sit in desks every day and we don't follow a regular public school schedule. So we don't do school from 9 to 2. English isn't from 9.35 until 10.05. Now, I'm not saying you can't have times for subjects. 
one of my children really likes to have a timed schedule for his school. And so every year we create a schedule for him because he likes to do his school that way. It keeps him on track and that's fine. For the majority of our homeschool years, we have gone more off of a routine than a schedule. So just don't don't feel like you have to follow the public school model for your homeschool. You don't have to say the pledge every day, but you can say the pledge every day. Your kids have to learn the pledge somewhere. And so you can do those things, but don't feel like you're trying to model your day after what you had in a classroom. You sort out the day as it works best for you. Maybe you want to get everything done by lunchtime. Maybe you want to do afternoon school. It all depends on what works for your family, but you have the freedom to do it how you want to. You can do school on Saturdays if you want to. If you want to take off Mondays and do school Tuesday through Saturday, sister, you are free to do so. Don't let anyone tell you you can't, okay? Third, do school whenever it suits your family, okay? And remember that you don't have to do every subject every day. Some public schools kids go to every class every day and some public schools operate on more of a block schedule like colleges do where you have different classes different days so you don't have to do every subject every day you can do your subjects anytime you want to if your kid wants to do a whole week's worth of math on monday let them you get to decide how it looks you can skip lessons okay you can skip lessons I don't know if y'all remember, but I mean, when I was in school, we didn't do every lesson in the book. Our teacher skipped plenty of lessons. We never finished a book. The teacher pulled the lessons she wanted us to learn and that were important for us. And you can do the same thing. You can skip lessons. You set it to what suits your family. You do not have to do every single lesson in a book just because it's in there. You get to do what suits your family. Um, If a certain book or curriculum doesn't work for you or your kids, just get another one. Nobody says just because you start a book, you have to finish it. And actually, next week, I'm going to be doing a homeschool Q&A series with a couple of questions I've gotten. And one of them is what to do when the curriculum isn't working. And I'm going to talk more about that next week. But just know This is what works for your family. You do what works for your family. And if a certain book isn't working for your family, you don't have to keep using it. And the last thing I want to tell you to help you find your ideal homeschool rhythm is to own your family's rhythm. Only you can decide how your homeschool days are going to flow. You know your children better than anybody else knows them, and you get to set things up the way that suits you. So what you can do is just try something. It doesn't mean you're stuck with it forever. Nobody has made a rule that you can't change it. So if you want to try doing morning school and being done by lunch, try it. See how it works. Maybe the kids are too grumpy in the morning. Maybe you, you, you're you not energetic enough to get it all done in the morning. So then you say, you know what, let's maybe try starting around 9.30 or 10 and do a little more lunch after school. You're never going to know until you try. So feel free to try different things until you figure out which one feels good and helps you be the most productive and gives you and your children the best outcome for what you're doing. If a day doesn't work, switch it up. If 
you try going math first, then English, then science, then history, but you find that history is always just somehow falling off and you never get to it, switch it up. Do things differently and get comfortable in doing what works for you. Just remember, you don't answer to anyone else over how you set up your days. You're the mom. You get to decide what your days with your children should look like when you're teaching them at home. So you need to just relax and settle in and say to yourself all the time, it's okay to choose the rhythm that works best for us. Our days at home don't have to look like anybody else's days do. We get to decide what our days look like. And if your children are learning, and you will know if they are, and if you feel like you're accomplishing the goals you've set out for you and your children, then just keep going with that. Our family is very relaxed when it comes to homeschooling. Because I am a very relaxed homeschooler and I don't do well sticking to a rigid schedule. So we've always been much more relaxed and gone off more of a routine and sort of, I guess what you would call freestyling our homeschool in that we don't work off of a schedule. And that's not for everybody. There are some moms who are much more type A and they need that schedule laid out for themselves. And so they they like to check it off so they know what they're doing. And I'm not so much of a check off the box kind of person. I, I don't feel the need to check off a bunch of boxes. And that might make you really uncomfortable, which is why I'm saying You decide what works best for you and your children, and you relax into that, and you be comfortable knowing that that's what's right for your family. You know, you don't answer to anyone except the Lord for what you do in 